0: episode of the how to save your marriage podcast i'm your host kiana w mitchell all right so if you guys are getting this podcast and you're wondering what is this whose podcast is this this is the same podcast that you have been listening to for a long time okay this is still the music and therapy podcast but i've changed the name and i've changed the name because this season in season seven i kind of want to talk about techniques and strategies and things you can do to begin working on saving your marriage. Now in the past we talked about um, things you could do to improve your marriage and we're still going to do that so that has not changed but I wanted to go a little deeper and for us to talk about things we can actually do to begin working on our marriage and saving our marriage. Um, so that I changed the name to How to Save Your Marriage because I felt like that's pretty much what we we're talking about even with, other, with the other episodes we we're talking about ways to save your marriage, ways to improve your relationship. And even though we still have music incorporated in it, that has not changed. But the focus is more about saving your relationship and then the music is there as well to kind of give us a place of reference, to calm down, to think, etc. So that is why I changed the name. So it is still the same podcast, same theme. I just changed the name to really say what this podcast is about. Now I also have some other exciting news. Um, I am working on the YouTube, so I'm doing that. But if you want to watch YouTube, you can probably still get the episode. Next week, I'm going to have it set up where it's actually video. But this week, if you watch on YouTube, it'll probably just be the audio podcast of it. Now, tomorrow, well, when you hear this podcast, it comes out on Wednesdays. So, this evening at 6 o'clock on the How to Save Your Marriage Facebook page, you are going to also be able to attend a Facebook Live. And in this Facebook Live, I am going to talk about what we talked about on the episode. You can ask me questions. You can give your opinion. We can just talk because I want it to be more interactive. I want this to be more than just a podcast you listen to. I want this to be a place and a community where you can come and you can talk about what you're going through, what you're feeling. Ask questions and and I can do what I can to help. And that is what I want this podcast to be, a community. I want it to be more than a podcast, but a community of people who are willing to put in the hard work to work in their marriages. So if you're listening to this early in the morning, you can join me today at um, the How to Save Your Marriage Facebook group, 6 o'clock Central Standard Time, and you can watch the live. Now, if you are not available at that time, it is fine. You can go to Facebook at any time, look in our group, and it's always, it'll be there. So you can do that as well. So make sure you join the live, tell people about it, and try to listen to the podcast as early as you possibly can, or whenever you get a chance throughout the day, so you can jot down notes and ask questions about what we discussed in the podcast that day. And even if you have other questions that has nothing to do with the podcast, we can always discuss it as well. So, yes, that is why you see a new name change. We are going to be doing amazing things. And we are going to get that YouTube page up and running. So, I am super excited about all the things that we're going to do. Now, next week, we are going to be doing a challenge. And it's called, They Are What You Think They Are. Now, why are we doing this? Okay, so here's the thing. So many times when it comes to marriages and relationships, we have a negative view of our spouse, right? So, if we think he's a jerk, then anything he does we will think oh that's just him he's a jerk or he's mean or she's lazy she doesn't do this she doesn't do that whatever we think about them that is who they become to us because we are practicing a perception of our spouse we are creating a narrative and a reality so they are what you think they are i'm not saying your spouse is perfect but what i am saying is they may not be as bad as you think they are so, that'll be the challenge that we're going to be starting next week or the week after. But next week, I'll definitely have more information about the challenge and I'll tell you what you need to do, how you can sign up, how you can join, and what we can do in this challenge to make sure that we change the view and the perception of our spouse from negative to positive. Now, before we go into this week's topic, here is an ad from one of our sponsors. What if I could tell you the number one reason you are struggling in your marriage? Hi. My name is Kiana W. Mitchell, and I am a singer, songwriter, relationship coach, and podcaster, and I have been where you are in my marriage. I know how frustrating it could be to put in so much effort and not see your marriage get any better. I know what it's like to read relationship books and try all of these different marriage strategies, only to see it not pay off. It wasn't until I discovered that the answers I was looking for was not found in books, but that the solution to my marriage problems was with me the whole time. It finally dawned on me that I needed to work on myself instead of trying to change my husband. Once I began working on myself, I began to understand how some of my actions and reactions were contributing to a lot of the chaos in my marriage. Even though I was not the only person responsible for the problems in our marriage, I had to admit that I was a part of the problem. If you would like to begin improving your marriage and working on yourself, then my three-day marriage boot camp is for you. Here is what you can expect to learn during this three-day event. Day 1. You will learn how your thoughts have the power to make or break your marriage and what you can do to take control of your thoughts and your actions. Day 2. We are going to discuss some of the reasons why you are doing what you're doing in your marriage and why it's not working and what you can do now to immediately change the negative dynamics in your marriage. Day 3. On day three, you are finally going to be able to identify your emotional triggers and then together work on ways to deal with these triggers in an emotionally healthy way. Okay, I know all of this sounds like a lot of work, but if you ever want things to change, then you have to put in the work. If you're looking for a quick fix or you're trying to change your husband, then this three-day marriage event is not for you. The three-day marriage boot camp. Is only for individuals who are willing to invest time, money, and effort to change their marriage. Why should you listen to me? In addition to being a relationship coach, I have a master's degree in counseling psychology, and I have a lot of experience working in the mental health field. I also have been on numerous podcasts talking about how it's possible to improve your marriage while working on yourself. The cost of the three-day marriage boot camp is only $27.00. And I guarantee that what you will learn will help you transform your marriage right now. If you choose to make an investment in your marriage by attending the 3-Day Marriage Bootcamp, then you will have access to live coaching, one-on-one coaching as needed, daily homework assignments that will help you understand more about yourself and your marriage, and replays of all the coaching sessions for the weekend. Once again, I know all of this sounds like a lot of work, and believe me, it is, but I guarantee you that if you attend the three-day marriage boot camp, you will begin to see positive changes take place in your marriage. I can't wait to meet you and I am looking forward to having you in the program so that together we can begin working on your marriage. Click the link in the show notes to sign up for the three-day marriage boot camp, which will take place June 10th through the 12th. Hope to see you there. to talk about a topic that i'm sure you've heard couples discuss and i'm absolutely positive you have heard couples argue about and that topic is whether or not you should have opposite sex friends in your marriage or in your relationship okay so let me break it down what are opposite sex friends um opposite sex friends are friends if who may be male or female so if you're a girl your best friend will be a guy or your friend will be a guy if you are a guy your friend will be a girl Something like that and we want to know if this is appropriate to have in a marriage. Now this is a hard question and I know people thought about it, but here's the thing, there has been a lot of research that has been done about whether or not you should have same or opposite sex friends in your marriage and the majority of the research has a surprising and shocking answer. Can you guess what that research says? Yes. The research says that you probably should not have opposite-sex friends in your relationship or that it's not a good idea to have opposite-sex friends in your relationship. And I know you're wondering, some people are like, "Yay, that's what I've been saying all along. And other people are like, I don't understand. What's the problem? Well, here's what they found out. The researchers have found out that when you have opposite-sex friends in your relationship, they kind of take away from the relationship that you have with your spouse. How is that possible well what do you do when you have friends like think about it if you guys have male friends like what do y'all talk about how much time do you spend talking together girls if you have female friends like what do you talk about how do you spend time together well in order for a friendship to work and be successful you have to spend time together right so if you're spending time together with your friend you're getting to know your friends by telling them intimate information personal information information that sometimes you don't even tell your parents. And you know that's what we do when it comes to friends. So if you are married or in a relationship and you have a friend who happens to be the opposite sex, you're doing the same things to them. You are telling them secrets. You are calling them all the time. You're hanging out with them. And of course, that's what friends do. We all have friends that we do that with. But the difference with friends that are of opposite sex is that they are taking away from the time, affection, and the energy that you could be giving your spouse. So instead of telling your spouse about your horrible day at work, you'll find yourself telling your friend about your horrible day at work. Or instead of taking your spouse or your partner out on a date and doing special things with them, you'll be doing that with your friend, only you won't call it a date. You'll just be like, well, we're just going out to dinner or lunch. We're just friends. And you'll do things like that, which takes away from your marriage. And a lot of times it can cause a huge conflict in the marriage because your your friend can cause problems in your relationships by giving their opinion, sticking their nose in where it doesn't belong. You can cause problems in your relationship because you're telling this friend all of your information, all your details, the fights, the arguments. So it is not a good idea. Here's an example. I love reality TV. For those of us who for those of you who are long time listeners of the podcast, you absolutely know this. So I was watching this show called 90 Day Fiancé. And it's about people who have to come to America and they have, they come on a K-1 visa and they have to get married in 90 days. So a lot of the times when they're coming over, they the people who are coming over have friends who are of the opposite sex. And here's what I've noticed. Each time a friend of the opposite sex was involved, that relationship did not work out. Each time a friend of the opposite sex was involved, that relationship did not work out. And here's why. Because they put their nose where it didn't belong. They kept going into that relationship. They kept talking about that relationship. They kept feeding that person or their friend all of this information about their partner or the person that they brought over. And it may not have been true, but they kept telling them all of these things and it was based on their perceptions. So they included themselves in the relationships, which caused it not to work out. Now, am I saying that the relationship would have worked out regardless? I mean, it may have worked out. It may not have worked out. But they would have had a better chance and a fighting chance if they did not have a third person involved in their relationships. So many times when it comes to having friendships with the opposite sex, the friend can't see how they are ruining their relationship or their marriage by butting in, by knowing too many details of the relationship. By not having boundaries and calling all the time and having access to your spouse or your partner, and so that is not a good thing. There should always be boundaries, and same-sex friends should not, especially if their friends are married, should not be off by themselves. They shouldn't be calling at any time of the night. They shouldn't be texting each other all the time because that breaks a boundary in the relationship. If your spouse is texting anybody any of the time it should be you if they're talking to anyone at any time of the night it should be you if they are telling anyone about their day or their highs and lows and their dreams and their goals it should be you so when you have a friend of the opposite sex and they are intruding and all of this information is going to that person and not to you what it does is that it brings those two friends closer and when it brings those two friends closer then there is a potential for infidelity now research has also shown that a lot of the infidelity that does occur whether it's emotional or physical happens between quote-unquote platonic opposite sex friends and this is just how it works out because they're doing all the things that you should be doing in your relationship you know so of course this is bound to happen at some point point. and if it does not happen at some point it always poses a problem in the relationship because all of the attention and affection that your spouse should be getting, or that you should be giving to your spouse, or you should be getting from your spouse, you're not getting because they're giving all of that time to that particular friend in that particular relationship. I remember one time I was trying to do way too many things at once. You know, I was doing this, I was doing that, I was in school, I was saving, I was just doing so much, I was really doing the most. I was doing a lot of things and during that time when i was doing a lot of the things i noticed that not only was i not doing any of the things well because i was doing so many things i wasn't giving the thing that i really love which was music the attention that it needed because i was doing so many other things so it's kind of like that with your relationships if you are giving so much time and energy to your friend or trying to divide that time and energy between your friend and your spouse, then it is not going to work out. Now, am I saying that it's only opposite sex friends? No, same sex friends can also pose a problem in your relationship, but that has more to do with boundaries and less to do with your friend falling in love with you. So that can also be a problem, but it's more problematic if your friend Is of the opposite sex. And it's because you're giving too much time to that relationship, too much time to that friendship, and not enough time to your own relationship, and not enough time to developing a friendship with your spouse. So here's my advice. If you want to have a long-lasting marriage, and you feel like you have to have a friend of the opposite sex, then make that friend your husband or your wife. It doesn't always have to be someone else. And I know you're probably like, what? Make them my friend, yes, because if you're with a friend, you will enjoy spending time with them. You'll enjoy talking to them. And when you make your spouse your friend, that person that you talk to, the person that you're there with, the person that you think about, then your relationship has a better chance of surviving, at lasting and being long-lasting if that's what you do. Have you ever heard so many couples say, Yeah, my husband is my best friend or my wife is my best friend. Yeah, it can happen. Those are the couples who are going to put in the work. Those are the couples who are going to get to know each other and accept each other because before they were ever lovers, they were friends. And so it's important for you to devote all of that time you have, any free time you have with trying to be friends with somebody else to being friends with your spouse so you can nurture the relationship. You can grow the relationship and that relationship can get better. Now, am I saying that it should only be you and your spouse and no one else should ever be allowed into your lives? Absolutely not. I'm not saying that. Am I saying that you should never have a friend of the opposite sex? I'm saying you probably shouldn't if you want your marriage to survive, but it has been done. But when it has been successful, it's been on these terms. If the friend was married, then the friend and their spouse will come together for dinner, or you guys would go out together as a couple but it was never a situation where that particular friend was left alone with their opposite sex friend there were also boundaries that were set in place like there was only a certain time that they could call each other it wasn't every day it wasn't every week just once in a while they didn't have access to that person or they didn't and they also didn't have knowledge of that person's marriage or relationships and Another thing that was important when it came to that is that the opposite-sex friend contacted the wife, talked to the wife, didn't always talk to the husband. So it was mutual. And the wife always knew, or the husband always knew, where they were meeting up. They would go with them, or if they went by themselves, they knew where they were meeting up. They knew everything. It was never a, don't tell so-and-so, or don't tell this person this. It was always out in the open, and there was tons of transparency, and nothing was going on. And that husband and wife also had access to their phone just to make, you know, just because there was, they weren't hiding anything and there was nothing to hide. So it can be done, but it is very difficult. And so I would encourage you if you can go, I would just encourage you not to have friends of the opposite sex, because that can be, uh, it can be hard for your marriage. It can be something that can destroy your marriage. And so when you are married, I mean, marriage is just hard enough. Like, why would you want to add another obstacle? Something that doesn't have to be there. Like, this is something, a pitfall, or something you can totally avoid. You don't have to put this in your marriage. So I encourage you today that instead of spending time trying to include someone else in your marriage, especially a friend of the opposite sex, spend that time with your wife or with your husband. Get to know them, be friends with them, and do things with them so that you guys can be friends. And you will have a friend of the opposite sex, but that friend will also be your husband or your wife or your partner. Find things that you guys can do together that you enjoy. Make memories and become your wife's best friend. Become your husband's best friend. That is the best way to do it. Become best friends with your spouse. Now, I'm not telling you that you can't have friends because you definitely can have friends. And even with same-sex friends, you have to make sure that you're not telling them all your business. Now, if there's a situation where abuse is involved or something terrible is involved, then absolutely tell somebody and get all the help you need and leave that relationship. But if it's a minor argument or you guys are mad about this and mad about that, don't bad talk them to your friend, even if they are the same sex. Respect your marriage. Respect what you guys have. Respect your relationship and protect your relationship. And how do you protect your relationship? By not giving everyone access to it. How do you give everyone access to your relationship? Well, you post all your personal private arguments on social media. Or you tell a lot of people what you're dealing with. And when I say that, I'm talking about all the time. Now, there are times you're going to need to vent. But you don't have to tell every single bad thing that you think about your spouse to someone. Because all you're doing is poisoning their mind against him or her. So... Make sure you say kind things about them. You think positive things about them. And if there is a problem or something that you and your spouse need to work through, then I would suggest you see a counselor. But, and listen to the advice of that counselor and talk to that counselor about your problem. The world doesn't need to know. Your best friends don't need to know. So protect your marriage in that way by being faithful, protect your marriage, protect your reputation of your marriage, and make sure that you do your wife's best friend or your husband's best friend because that is the way to have a long-lasting relationship and to make sure that you are faithful to your spouse. All you have to do is cut out the middleman. You don't need that extra friend of the opposite sex and be friends with your spouse. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called He Cheated On Me, and it's about a woman who is dealing with the fact that her husband had been unfaithful to her. So here is the song, He Cheated On Me.
1: It seems like we are happy. But what- I know what they see
0: In the podcast I would like to thank you so much for being here with me today I absolutely love hanging out with you each week and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you if you love the podcast as much as I love spending time with you I encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts I will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes and I promise you that I will respond to your message.